You're listening to a Chicago Sports Nation production, enhancing your Chicago sports fan experience. Well, come on, baby, don't you wanna go? Well, come on, baby, don't you wanna go? Back to the same old place, sweet home, Chicago. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to our very special opening day edition of Shy Sox Weekly, presented to you by White Sox Nation and Wegger Enterprises. I am John Suarez, joined with my co-host, Tony Marchese. Tony, how are you doing today? I am doing absolutely fantastic after watching that baseball game. How are you doing today, John? I'm doing just as great as you are. That was uh, quite the first uh, game to watch there, Tony. Yeah, it was, and it started out pretty rocky, but the Sox came out. They did not quit. Like they say, Ricky's boys don't quit. And they put a pounding on the Royals today. Yeah, I mean, when you start down four runs, it's easy to get down on yourself. It's easy to just call it quits right then and there. But baseball is a nine-inning sport, and the games are very long. So that being said, what was the final score today, Tony? I seem to have forgotten. I don't know. I think I have to go look it up. Wow, 14-7 to Chicago White Sox defeat the Royals on opening day. Wait, Tony, you had to look that up? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Honestly, the White Sox won by two tu- or a touchdown. I thought that I was watching the uh, Bears versus the Chiefs for a second there. Yeah, I mean, if you looked at Chicago 14 and Kansas City 7, you'd think you were watching a football game. Player of the game, obviously, Matt Davidson. Three home runs. You got go. Three home runs on opening day, and I need to eat a little bit of crow here. I was talking about Matt Davidson in our first podcast saying that the strikeout rate needed to go down. I didn't think that the, the DH spot was going to was gonna work out for them if they went with Matt Davidson. You know, first game of the season, Matt Davidson, three home runs. That's unheard of. I didn't see it coming. I mean, he had the phenomenal spring, but I see, no one saw that coming. No, no one saw Tim Anderson hitting two bombs either. No. Like, the, the power output on this team is absolutely unreal right now. And we talked about it in our last podcast, The Seasons Upon Us. The offensive explosion that this team has, they they just put up runs. 14 runs on 14 hits. Today it was the home run. Earlier in spring training, it was manufacturing runs, you know, just by hits. Like one or two home runs in the game, putting up, you know, 15 runs. This team just seems to put up over 10 runs. Like it's their job. Yeah. I mean... The thing that we were kind of like looking forward to see was if they could translate it from spring training into an actual regular season game. So now with that happening, the White Sox had a um, span this game where they were down four to nothing. And then you snap your fingers, you look up and the White Sox are up 14 to four. They scored 14 unanswered runs in this ballgame. Just absolutely insane. And let's look at the box score here. Adam Engel in the nine spot. Two hits, two walks. He reached base, I think, every time. Oh, no, he struck out one time, but he was on base constantly. Yomer Sanchez, four at-bats. He got a run scored. He hit one. Three RBIs out of him. Tim Anderson, like you said, two home runs. He got three RBIs. Matt Davidson, obviously, with a monster day, five RBIs. Abreu's got two. Even Moncada came up with a clutch hit. He was pounding the hell out of the baseball just getting very unlucky. What do you think about Moncada's day? He was my, obviously my pick to click. Didn't really pan out compared to yours, but well, uh, what did you think about his his showing today? 
Yeah, see, the thing with Mankata, in my opinion, is I don't think he's suited for that leadoff role. I mean, a lot of people think that he fits the mold of that leadoff role, but I honestly think Mankata is a number two hitter. You know, Avi Garcia in that number two spot, I don't see that lasting long term. You know, we saw what it was today was uh, Mankata, Avi Garcia, Abreu, Matt Davidson, and then Wellington Castillo. So that is probably going to be the top six. But I honestly see Adam Engel working his way into that leadoff spot in the near future. And I see Mankata probably dropping down to like where maybe not the nine spot, but maybe like the seven spot where Tim Anderson was today to maybe kind of say, hey, wake up. You're not a prospect anymore. You got to start producing now. I agree with you there. Mankata needs to kind of get a little bit of the spotlight off of him. Putting him in the one spot, I think, does shine it right on him. I think he would benefit from maybe moving down. I and mean, this is only game one, but I don't know, like you said, if he's really your typical leadoff hitter. And if Adam Engel's just scrapping to get on base like he was all spring and continue to do today, he needs to get up there. I could see Mankata maybe moving into the two spot behind Engel. I could also see Tim Anderson there. I know they really like Avi there, but hey, we can't really complain. The Sox put up 14 runs today. The offense was clicking. Let's kind of transition over and talk a little bit about the pitching. James Shields, ugly first inning. I was really quick to hit Twitter and start ripping at him. He kind of shut that down and, you know, cruised through the rest of the game. John, what did you think about James Shields today? Well, it's actually funny that you bring that up because my my thoughts going into this start was James is going to give up four or five runs. When those runs come, doesn't matter, but he's good for a couple runs a game. You're not going to get a complete game shutout from James Shields. So I was actually talking with uh, some of my buddies that I was watching the game with, and I had mentioned right after that first inning, I was like, watch him go lights out now. I bet you he retires like the next nine he faces. Sure enough, he literally retired like eight in a row, gave up a walk, and then retired like another three in a row after. He had like a stretch of like 14 straight batters, where he didn't give up a single hit, which was just absolutely absurd. Big game James coming through in another big game. Well, it seems like every time I rip on a White Sox pitcher, they come out and prove me wrong. I did yeah, it with Carson so, Fulmer. Our, I did it with James Shields. I think every time we have a podcast, I'm just going to go off on one of these pitchers and then watch them prove me wrong. I think that's the strategy of the White Sox season at this point in time. Uh, who starts tomorrow? Giolito. Giolito, you are terrible. Yeah. I never want to see you pitch again. But James James Shields absolutely proved me wrong today. After he got through that rough first inning, he was just on cruise control. And the offense really picked him up. I, I'm wondering what he would have done had the offense not been there. Might have been a different story. But I think, I think for all intents and purposes, James Shields served his purpose today. And if he continues to pitch like that, we're in really good shape. Unless James Shields does what MLB The Show says he was going to do, and this was just win number one, and he goes for 22 straight losses for the rest of the year. Let's pray that that is not the case. <laughs> uh, while we're on the topic of pitching, you know, we won 14-7. to It was an awesome game, but not everything was beautiful. You know, there's a lot of little things that go into a game of baseball. At the very end of the game, the Sox were up. 14 to 4 and the final score is 14 to 7 so what that shows me is that even though it wasn't like a high leverage situation the bullpen came in and they didn't really exactly do what they were supposed to do which is not allow runs so what happens when you know we're only up one run we can't be giving up three runs in the back two innings of a baseball game 
No, you absolutely cannot. And Juan Manaya was just absolutely dreadful out there. He pitched two-thirds of an inning with giving up one hit, two runs. Both of them earned. Gave up a walk. He did strike out one. But that 27 ERA after day one is not looking good for him. There was also that wild pitch that gave up a run. He's got to be a little bit more under control there in that situation. I think that Ricky Renteria was giving him the opportunity to close that ball game out to kind of give him a look in the closer spot. He really didn't show that he can handle it. I'm curious to see if Ricky goes back to him in a ninth inning situation that's a little bit more high leverage than that. Yeah, they were up 14-4 to at the time. So, you know, maybe the pressure's not all there, but... Juan Manaya didn't really show anything that, you know, got me excited for him to be closing ball games. I kind of felt like through 2017, we always made that ninth inning really, really interesting. And maybe actually for the past few years, we got to stop that. We need to have somebody shutting the, shutting the door in the ninth. I don't think that's Juan Manaya. I know you were high on him in your you know, preseason predictions. I'm not high on him. I don't think he's a great closer. So while we're on the topic of humble brags and my prediction being right, that was probably the only one that I had right. Your opening day lineup was literally, I think that uh, Ricky Renteria listened to our first podcast and just copy-pasted your opening day lineup and just put it out for the boys today. Well, you know what? I think I had everybody who was starting in their positions, including Yomer. The positions were right. My the positions were right. My, my order was a little bit off. I think I had Tim Anderson maybe in the two spot. And, yeah. you know, Avi and Abreu shifted down a little bit. So you just take Timmy? Yep. Just take Timmy and, and move him down and, and shift everybody else up. I think I had that pretty close. You know, you, you actually had the pick to click today, though. I think you went Tim Anderson. I know Matt Davidson would probably be the obvious choice here with the three home runs, but Tim Anderson had a heck of a day. Yeah, to see Timmy hit two bombs like we had mentioned earlier, not only the two home runs, there was actually a real nice play that happened. It was on that, uh, you had mentioned Yomer Sanchez's three RBIs. That came on a uh, bases loaded clearing single. Tim Anderson, it was a full count with two outs, had one of the most heads-up base running plays you'll ever see. He was literally already almost at second base by the time that the pitch was that by the time the pitch made contact with the bat. So that allowed him to score on a single from first base. So just heads up plays like that, you know, to watch, Timmy is really needed gonna have to step into that leader role this year to take a step forward with his game. Also, um, I wanna kinda touch on how stats might be a little bit misleading sometimes because you had mentioned that Mankata went one for six, but watching that baseball game, you wouldn't have thought that Mankata went one for six. You know, he had that nice double down the uh, third base line for his one hit. But he had like I think two or three different shots to the warning track. So he showed that power. Yeah, he absolutely did. And all of his hits just rang off the bat. They will all look solid. Those are going to start going for hits, home runs, finding gaps later on in the season. I think Yon will be fine. The first two at-bats that he had where he struck out were a little bit concerning, but after that he started putting really solid contact on the ball. I'm not worried about Yon at all, personally. I still think that he's going to lead this team you know, to good things. Yeah. So a couple other little things that I want to touch on very briefly. Uh, There was a tweet that Andrew Simon from MLB.com had put out. He said, Matt Davidson of the White Sox is the first player since StatCast debuted to hit multiple home runs of at least 114 miles per hour in the same game. Wow. That is incredible. Not only that, the White Sox six home runs 
tied an MLB record for home runs on opening day with the 1988 New York Mets. Just an amazing day to be a White Sox fan watching this club come out and beat the Royals today. I hope everybody enjoyed this one. If we didn't have to play 161 more, I'd say give us the rings right now. But it's a long season ahead. There is a lot to be excited about, but, you know, they got a lot of work to do. Yeah, they do. It And every game is not going to be like this. There's going to be some really tough ball games to watch this year, like there is every year. But this is just a great way to start this season. I think everybody should be very happy. And I think everybody should absolutely be excited. Ricky's boys don't quit. No, they don't. John, do you have anything to close it out? No, that should probably do it. Um, We're not going to be able to give you guys a recap podcast for every game. As we mentioned, there's 162 games, and that is a lot. We're going to try and do them for some more important games. Uh, Obviously, opening day being one of them, maybe a couple Cubs games, some important division series. And, you know, we'll figure out all that as the time goes. But with that being said... Uh, happy opening day, opening week, and go White Sox. Thank you for tuning in. Well, come on. I blame it on you all.